Okay, let's continue with <clears throat> Deep Thoughts Not by Jack Handy. The notion that 90% of our thoughts are the same as yesterday has actually been attributed to various sources, including, including Dr. Fred Luskin, or Luskin, L-U-S-K-I-N, at Stanford University. While there is no definitive scientific consensus on the exact percentage, research under conventional means suggests that a significant portion of our daily thoughts are indeed recycled from the previous days. The phenomenon can be attributed to several factors, including mental routines, our brains are wired for efficiency, and we tend to fall into habitual patterns of thought. This actually can lead to a cycle of replaying past experiences, worries, anxieties, even when they are no longer relevant. Then there's emotional reactivity. Strong emotions can leave a lasting imprint on our minds. Making it easier for those thoughts to resurface repeatedly. This is especially true for negative emotions, which can contribute to rumination and overthinking. Limited attentional resources. Our conscious attention is a finite resource, and it can be easily overwhelmed. By the constant stream of information that we all process daily, as a result, our brains tend to relegate many thoughts to the subconscious, where they can continue to influence our behavior and emotions. While having a majority of our thoughts recycled from yesterday may seem concerning. It's important to note that this doesn't mean we are incapable of change or growth. Our brains are remarkably plastic, and we can actively shift our thought patterns by introducing new experiences and practicing mindfulness and challenging negative self-talk. Here are some strategies to break free from the repetition of yesterday's thoughts. Become a thought observer. Cultivate a habit of observing your thoughts without judgment. Notice the recurring themes, emotions, and patterns that emerge. Challenge negative self-talk. When you catch yourself engaging in negative thoughts, question their validity. Are they based on facts or assumptions? What evidence supports? Or contradicts them. Practice mindfulness. Engage in mindfulness exercises, or exercises plural, like meditation and deep breathing, <laughs> preferably both, to focus on the present moment and reduce rumination. Seek new experiences. Step outside your comfort zone. <laughs> I've been doing that for 12 years behind the mic. 
It's not so much it's not my comfort zone, but it's definitely not a forte. I'm not a gifted podcaster or broadcaster. I am a porcelain junction box. So step outside your comfort zone. Expose yourself to new people, activities, and environments. <clears throat> This can definitely stimulate new thought patterns and break the cycle of repetition. When, where, and if, and how you need professional help, seek it out. If you find yourself struggling to manage your thoughts to overcome negative patterns, consider seeking guidance from whatever. A therapist, a counselor, what have you? Let's take a ten-second break. We'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. Thanks for doing so. Let's continue expanding upon rum, rumination. A little bit deeper dive into the habitual cycle of negative thinking, negative thoughts. Rumination, in and of itself, is the persistent replaying of negative thoughts and experiences. It is common yet debilitating mental habit that can significantly impact anyone's emotional well-being. Of the human persuasion, it's like being stuck on a mental hamster wheel, if you will, endless circling around the same maze of negative thoughts without finding a way out. So, understanding the root cause of rumination, the tendency to ruminate actually stems from various factors, including negative emotional reactivity. Intense emotions, particularly negative ones, leave a lasting impression on our minds. This makes it easier for these thoughts to resurface repeatedly, leading to rumination, anxiety, and depression. Rumination is a common symptom of anxiety and depression. Individuals with these conditions often find themselves trapped in a cycle of negative thoughts, worries, and fears. Low self-esteem, a negative self-image, can exacerbate rumination. When we view ourselves critically, we tend to dwell on our shortcomings and perceived failures. Lack of coping mechanisms, ineffective coping mechanisms, can make it difficult to manage negative emotions, leading individuals to ruminate as a default response. To stress and/or adversity, pretty much both. Perfectionism, perfectionism, or perfectionistic tendencies can trap individuals in a cycle of relentless self-criticism and rumination, as they constantly strive for unattainable standards. Constants and consequences of ruminations grip. On everyone's lives, ruminations' impact extends far beyond the realm of thoughts. It can have profound consequences for your emotional and mental well-being. Emotional distress 
Rumination amplifies negative emotions, leading to increased anxiety, sadness, and frustration. Impaired decision making. When caught in a ruminous or ruminative cycle, we struggle to make clear and rational decisions, often leading to poor choices. Reduced productivity. Rumination can significantly hinder our ability to focus and concentrate, negatively impacting our productivity and performance. Sleep disturbance. The constant replay of negative thoughts can interfere with sleep, leading to fatigue, irritability, and further emotional distress. Exacerbated mental health conditions. Rumination can worsen existing mental health conditions, making it more challenging to manage symptoms. Breaking free from the cycle of rumination. While rumination can be a persistent and difficult habit to break, there are effective strategies to manage and overcome this tendency. Recognize the rumination patterns. The first step is to become aware of ruminative patterns. Notice when you find yourself replaying negative thoughts and gently redirect your attention to the present moment. Challenging negative self-talk. When negative thoughts arise, challenge their validity. Ask yourself if they are based on facts or assumptions, and seek evidence. Always seek evidence in a court of law or otherwise, especially if you can find a court of law, or contradict them. Practice mindfulness. Mindfulness techniques like meditation. In my humble opinion, combined with deep breathing, they go hand in hand. You say potato, I say potato. Both of those can help you literally and figuratively be grounded. Take your shoes off and get grounded outside. Even better still. More so in the present moment, and that in and of itself reduces rumination. Engage in distraction. When rumination takes hold, engage in activities that distract and occupy your mind, such as exercise, creative pursuits, attempting to spend time with loved ones. Seek professional support always if you need it. Always for anything, <laughs> infinity, any subject, medicinally, mentally, physically, of course. Always, as the old adage goes, seek an alternative and take two of these and call me in the morning or whatever. <laughs> But. Always get more than one opinion on anything. And again, human, the old adage: everybody's got an opinion of the human persuasion. In yep, that anatomical body part also. I didn't coin that phrase either, but we all do. 
of the human persuasion. So remember, breaking free from rumination is a gradual process, in my opinion. <laughs> and I have both of those: my opinion and that body part, just like you do. <laughs> If you're a human. So, my opinion is: remember, breaking free from rumination is a gradual process. I've always taken tortoise in the hair, and I'm the tortoise. <laughs> When I can remember to say it correctly, it's my approach to everything in life. That's why I'm 69 and counting, for a lot of reasons. That approach got me here. So it's a metaphor for my life, like all of these poems and phrases. And the mainstay is because it's so much more has a personal connection with me. It happened to be Vince Lombardi's football quotation, and Vince Lombardi, for those of you that might not know, that was a pretty gifted writer in his own sense. He had many quotations in business and in life and in football. My favorite, and it's a metaphor for life: a winner never quits, and a quitter never wins. So be kind to yourself. Celebrate your progress. Don't hesitate to seek support if indeed you need it. But look to the body first. The body's an amazing, amazing vessel. If it's allowed to be, food for the mind, the body, and the soul. Be kind to yourself. Celebrate your progress. With consistent effort and the right tools and the right group of unity together, one feeding off the other, working synergistically, you can break the cycle of negative thoughts and reclaim your mental and emotional well-being. Let's take a ten-second break. We'll come back and we'll start to slowly segue out for another ten to fifteen minutes on the power of thoughts and actually shaping them. For your choices, through logic, common sense, and avoiding same thoughts, same choices, same actions and behaviors that you had yesterday. We'll be right back. Okay, and welcome back. And thanks for doing so. And thanks for continuing to do so. We'll make this the last segment of today's episode. We'll try to keep it around 15 minutes, so we should tap out around the 30-minute mark as best as we can. So the power of thoughts in shaping your choices. The statement that we tried to talk about, explore here, and we'll dig a little deeper still. Same thoughts, same choices, same behavior, same actions highlights the interconnectedness of our thoughts, our actions, and the lives that we create, and it suggests that our thoughts, and often subconscious, that they are, of course, and how they can become repetitive. 
and shape our choices, leading to consistent behaviors and ultimately shaping our life experiences. Like everything, because everything is, it's about balance. So the power of thoughts in shaping your choices, our choices, as they serve for the foundation of our overall choices when we try to break the yesterday's thought pattern and avoid it from being a repetitive recycling. When yesterday can become weeks, months, years, decades of the same thought patterns. And cycles, without recycling, reshaping, rehoning them, revisiting them, picking it up, shaking it all out. So our thoughts serve as the foundation of our choices. When we repeatedly dwell on negative thoughts, for sure, you set a stage for making choices that align with those negative perceptions. For instance, if you constantly think about whatever your shortcomings may or may not be. In your perception, or your failures, in your perception of, you're more likely to make choices that reinforce that if you keep in that cycle of looking into the golden mirror and all of that kind of crazy stuff. So, on the contrary, when you cultivate the positive thoughts and focus on the strengths and potential, you open yourselves up to making choices that align those positive self-perceptions. This positive mindset can lead to more fulfilling experiences and greater opportunities for personal growth. So the habit loop, old habits are hard to break. All those old adages carry some thunder. You're addicted to tobacco, cigarettes, whatever, whatever your habits are. So it goes from choices to behaviors, and then behaviors become choices, and your choices are your behaviors. She's my sister. She's my daughter. She's my daughter. She's my sister. Chinatown, John Houston, <laughs> Faye Dunaway, Jack Nicholson. She's my sister. She's my daughter. She's my sister. She's my daughter. Great movie, Chinatown. Great analogy. <laughs> So your choices are influenced by your thoughts, gradually solidifying into habits, which are building blocks for your behaviors. And when you repeatedly make the same ones, good, bad, or indifferent, you establish your neural pathways to go accordingly internally. Your brains and your body fire off the neural fiber highway that the human body is. We are electricity, and so are our brains. So, through repetition of the positive impulses to gain the balance, it does become rote, automatic, and ingrained. The pattern of repetition is known as the habit loop, a cycle of cue, routine, and reward. Just exactly like the proverbial rat in the maze to get the cheese. Very similar, the human equation. A cue triggers a specific routine, which then leads to a perceived reward, like the rat in a maze, smashing pumpkins. Great song. <laughs> Over time, the reward reinforces the routine, making it more likely to occur in the future. 
like the rat in the maze, knowing he's going to get the cheese or her or whatever. And then what happens when they don't? Behavior shaping your experiences, the feedback loop. Your behavior shaped by your choices and habits ultimately determine the experiences you create in your own lives. We all, of the human persuasion, consistently engage in negative behaviors. What's all right at this precipice in time? Then probably the history of time. So that perpetuates itself and attracts more negative experiences, reinforcing the cycle of negativity, thoughts, actions, displays of negativity. So conversely, when we cultivate positive attitudes, balance, checks and balance, we open ourselves up to more positive experiences. Fascinating, Mr. Spock. Logic, not Doctor Stabak, the baby doctor. Star Trek, Mr. Spock. Fascinating. Logic, common sense. Until this juncture, I still haven't authored any books. With no aspersions on everybody that authors books, it's a gift. Many have been on my show that have authored multitudes of books. Understand what that means. It's not necessarily a prerequisite for anything. Use the tools you were gifted with, and then where your artistic capabilities and endeavors and wants and desires can indeed manifest themselves through the power of positivity. So conversely, when you cultivate positive behaviors, you open yourself up to more positive experiences, which in turn reinforces the positive mindset that led to those behaviors in the first place. Once you discovered them, usually through、uh, common sense, the positive feedback loop can lead to a more fulfilling and enriching life. As long as you avoid the rat in the maze, knowing the pathway to the cheese. Breaking the cycle: conscious choice and positive reinforcement. The power of the same thoughts, the same choices, the same behaviors and actions lies in the cyclical nature. However, this cycle, which is exactly what it is. Can be disrupted through conscious choice and positive reinforcement. So, by recognizing our thoughts collectively and singularly, challenging negative self-talk collectively and singularly, and making conscious choices that align with our desired outcomes collectively and singularly, you can begin to reshape your habits, our habits, and our behaviors. That's how communities have arisen from any kind of ashes, from wars in the history of the planet, dictators, monarchs, czars, kings, zealots, barbarians, or whatever else has inhabited the earth through the history of time, and most assuredly cohabitated as we speak. 
So when you begin to reshape your habits and behaviors, positive reinforcement, such as rewarding yourselves for positive actions, can further strengthen their new patterns. In essence, the interconnectedness starseeds, like-minded intuitives, large groups, <laughs> many of us connecting together. That's a powerful message. It's more human bodies, more human electricity, more neural fiber highway that the human body most assuredly is. That's powerful, positive, calm, repose. That's been the biggest fear of zealots, dictators, czars, kings. Barbarians that their own populace will overthrow them. It's been the biggest fear through the history of mankind and all the crazy wars that developed in most instances because of that. That goes back to lots of things we talk about: bullyism, how it manifests itself in a schoolyard from days of old to most assuredly now. A bully is a bully. Bullies are bullies. Usually, they have to congregate. It's a prerequisite. That's what a prerequisite for a bully is: safety in numbers, weaponry. My muscles bigger than yours. I'll meet you in the OK Corral at six o'clock. <laughs> Put 'em up, buddy, or whatever. It's all so senseless, so stupid, and so counterintuitive to good health, food for the mind. The body and the soul. Gonna take one more quick ten-second break. Come back and close this out in less than two minutes to assimilate my thoughts, which in reality takes a lot more than ten seconds. <laughs> But it's ten-second interval to yourself. We'll be right back with a two-second close, two-minute close. Within ten seconds, we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back, and let's wrap this up in less than two minutes. Thanks for joining us again today, where we talked about awareness, interconnectedness. Breaking the cycle, conscious choice, and positive reinforcement. I'm going to close out today's segment with thanking everybody. It's been a pleasure having this conversation with you all. Continue to join in daily, paying you forward. Join me in my next episode where I explore the fascinating world of Hebbian learning. Give you a quick little overview about Hebbian learning. Give you something to hang on. Hebbian learning, unveiling the connectedness that shapes our minds. Hebbian learning, a cornerstone of neuroscience, delves into the remarkable plasticity of our brains, and it asserts that neurons that fire together wire together, implying that the more frequently two neurons are activated in tandem, the stronger the connection between them becomes. This principle has profound implications for our learning and memory processes. Grandpa Bill's journey continues to be the porcelain junction box that I am, 
and we'll delve into heavy and learning. Join me tomorrow as I share my insights into what I'm learning about heavy and taking us on a captivating journey, hopefully perceived as such through the intricacies of our neural fiber highway, the connections within. I'll try to unravel the mechanisms underlying. The fundamental learnings of the principles within Hebbian, shedding light on how our experiences shape our minds. Hebbian learning, neuroplasticity, learning and memory. We will delve into the world of Hebbian learning, keeping in mind to engage in enriching conversation and exploring the vast realm of our brain's potential. A sneak peek. Hopefully, here prepare to embark on an enlightening adventure, enlightening, which will unravel the mysteries of Hebbian learning. I'll explore the biological basis of Hebbian learning, the role of Hebbian learning in various cognitive processes, the implications of Hebbian learning for education and memory enhancement. So get ready to be amazed by the power of Hebbian learning. Please mark your calendars. Join me in the next episode and all episodes. As Grandpa Bell guides us through the wonders of Hebbian learning, together let's unlock the secrets of our brains and discover the profound, profound potential that lies within brain power, learning and memory, in Hebbian learning. And I'm back to you listening to a marathon with Joe Dispenza, which much of this is gleaned from. In a 13 video series being offered free right now from Gaia, if you all want to check that out at time of this recording, November the 18th, I believe it's through the 27th, we'll be talking much more about heart-brain coherence. Join us weekly at freedomsnap.org, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, each and every Tuesday. The next meeting is the 23rd on Thursday, with big news coming up and already in play. On some subsequent Thursdays, and events out and about as our star seeds are collecting together within the intuitive groups that I'm blessed in with many large numbers to encompass an announcement that I'm working on with another great gentleman to shed some light on this Tim Doyle, the Golden One. Having him back on my show, I'll keep you posted on that. We'll say bye-bye for now and see you again. Each and every day, continue to pay it forward. Everybody knows somebody in pain, agony, and suffering at this point. All animals, domestic and wild, there are people, plants on this planet. Have a safe and productive day. Peace, everybody.